Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me once again. So many podcasts out there and I'm so grateful that you spend a little bit of your time with me. Today we're talking to Hilary Spires and Mike LaBelle, previewing the Finless and Arm Ultra on Vancouver Island. Ran there in 2019 myself and loved it. Can't wait to preview it for you all. This year's event will be awesome. Stay tuned for news on future Finney races. You never know what Mike is up to. No show next week. Written piece about race recommendations from all of you is coming out. Thank you to so many of you who contributed. I can't wait. Wednesday the 14th. Check out the written piece on the newsletter. It's going to be great. But today, we're previewing Finney. Today's guests are Hillary Spires and Mike LaBelle. Hillary is a podcast host herself of the Awesome Trail Running Women podcast. She's a coach who operates rugged conditioning, and she won the 100K at Finlayson in 2021. Mike is a friend of the show, as the Finlayson Arm Race Director was on episode 4, talking all about the race. We've got the RD, we've got the reigning women's champ. Thank you, Hillary and Mike, for being here. Thank you. Super excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm super excited as well. Hillary, I'll start with you right away. Tell us about the 100K race from the Friday evening start times to uh, even the way that perhaps the course is slightly underestimated. Yeah, I mean, that is a loaded question, but I will try to not be super long-winded because as we were chatting a bit before the show, there's a lot of strategy built into the bananas start time of a 5 p.m. as well as the course. So for me, I really love a morning. So 5 p.m. is like the absolute worst time you could choose in a day. And I know Mike <laughs> does that on, on purpose. Um, so it was like, okay, if I get there a day early and just pretend that it's still nighttime, I pushed back breakfast, actually didn't have a real coffee, tried to just like meditate in a dark room for a bit. I'm such a geek now that I say this out loud. Uh, watch some tennis because it was US Open last year too. Uh, and then get up and like three hours before five, have my full race routine as though it was the morning. And that was really helpful. Um, and then going into the night and going into the course, I think what happens is people look at techie hundred Ks and underestimate the elevation in the Pacific Northwest in general. As you, mm. as you mentioned, I have a podcast and I talk to people who are like, Oh yeah, I did a, hundred miles. And I didn't know it was going to be that much elevation. And it ends up being 3000 meters over a hundred miles. And I'm like, Oh no, like you can get a lot worse than that. Trust me. And not to discredit how hard that is, Mm -mm. but we are shoving double that climbing into almost half the distance. So you have to get your mind around. This is just going to take a really long time. Um, And for that reason, it's very fun. Awesome. And I know uh, this is going to your podcast as well, but you had mentioned on Buck and Hell that you like to go up and down uh, and that this course plays into you into what you enjoy then. Yes, exactly. I'm not very good at running, but I can walk uphill and shuffle downhill and that works quite nicely. <laughs> Perfect. Mike, uh, it's your course. You're familiar with what people are doing every year. Give us an idea of kind of what like the average looks like out there. And perhaps if there's some comments that you hear year in and year out. 
Well, I just want to comment on Hillary's uh, shuffling downhill. There was no shuffling downhill last year for Hillary. She was bombing down the hill. She <laughs> made quick work of that course. Um, but yeah, I mean, the course is, um, you know, I tell people it, it's kind of like treat it like a hundred miler, you know, like, I mean, in terms of the, the elevation, yeah, you're, you're going to get all that same elevation gain that you would see in, in one of the tougher hundred milers. But the technical aspect of it, like, I mean, you know, I remember reading one of Martha Grant's, um, she's a longtime Pacific Northwest ultra runner from Courtney Comox area, talking about how there's no easy kilometers at Finland's Arm. Every kilometer is earned. And that is, it's true. I mean, you really do have to kind of like put your head down, work for it. But it's also a lot of fun. Like, it's a weird, like, it's, it's like if you had a definition of type two fun like that would be it like mm -hmm. it's just you just like you're struggling but you just love it at the same time like it's just such a weird it's a weird course that way and yeah i think if you know for people like you know what i see kind of on my side is i think people don't expect a really challenging course that really kind of beats them up here in the pacific northwest you know like they're used to potentially something with a bit more like trails where they're a little bit more buffed out. They're a little bit more runnable. Um, the climbs are a little bit more manageable in terms of like, you know, they have more switchbacks so they can be a bit more efficient. Whereas this course is just like, now we're sending you straight up and, you know, suck it up because that's just the way it is, you know? So it's, uh, you know, it, I think people do underestimate uh, how hard some of the events can be here and around Pacific Northwest, specifically this one. I know uh, even as someone that's in the PNW, when you look at the course elevation and you see that you're never going above like 500 meters or whatever too, there's almost like, the, no, that's going to be fine. Like we never go up that far or whatever, but you're just doing it the whole time. <laughs> and Hillary, I'm wondering, is there a spot on the course where you feel like it's the race is won or lost or is it just like who makes it to the end? It really does sort of come down to just like every ultra. You can't really win it anywhere but you can definitely lose it by saying well this climb i'm i'm really gonna push it because like you said the climbs just keep coming uh and to mike's point the technicality of it so i just did a little piece of um my next 100k and i texted a friend and said oh at least it's more runnable than finlison and she's like what are you talking about like this part's hard and this part's hard and i said yeah but there's there's a one single mile at the top that you can run. And that is not something you get at Finlayson. So I think you can lose it in your mind, actually, when you're like, hmm, I seem to have been on this same two mile stretch for 45 minutes. Am I done? Like, I'm not going to make cutoffs. So if you don't focus on running the mile that you are in and just break down the course, I think the hugeness of it will eat you up, especially after you have done one loop. I remember getting to, it's probably about 60 K before you go up Finney for the second time. And mathematically you're like, cool, I'm more than halfway done. And I only got 40 K left, but equally, if you know what that 40 K looks like, it sucks. So you have to block that out of your mind and say, okay, next aid station, that's it. And I think that's where it can get you. It's just the mental aspect of, of, of knowing the truth of what it's in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, that's a nasty time of day, too, because if you started in the evening, what time are you getting to Finless and Arm the next morning? Well, again, that's different. My goal was to be there by uh, 
probably eight and a half hours. What's that? One, one thirty. Yeah, so yeah, it's okay. the, it's the middle of the night. And Mike, right before the race as the kind man that he is said, careful, there's a cougar up top. And I was like, no, there's not. And then when I get there, there's a sign that's like, careful, cougar in the area. And I was like, for <laughs> sake. Just for the record, I was playing with Hillary. I knew that she was terrified <laughs> of cougars. And so I told her that. Uh, and there that... actually was. And then you start seeing deer with your headlamp and you're like, cool, beige thing moving in the forest. No head game there. None. Uh, Mike, what about the 50K? It's, it's, a, it's a little bit shorter, obviously. Is it the same sort of thing or is there a spot in that race where you've noticed over the years that maybe it can, it can be won or lost? Uh, it kind of is similar to Hillary, but I think one of the things that people forget is, um, the, the climb out of the, the McKenzie bite on the way back. So you'd be coming back towards the finish line. So the McKenzie bite, you go up the Cascade Creek trail, and then you go up the Timmerman trail all the way to Jocelyn Hill. That's six and a half K seven K almost. And that's, you're going like, you're touching the ocean and then you're going to ah, probably like, you know, 1300 feet above sea level so again not a huge climb but it takes people an hour and a half sometimes two hours to do that and i think people get really like they it's just some of those parts on it too like i mean some of the stairs going up the cascade creek trail while beautiful uh you know it's it's a slog you know it's you're not moving very quick and you're kind of you hit that 20 miles you know that 30k kind of range and then it's like okay you're tired now here comes the hard part and that's i think that's something that i really like they take pride in with the race it's like okay you're tired you've had a good slog now comes the hard part uh and i think people get a lot of enjoyment out of uh, getting to the summit of jocelyn because you're greeted by that beautiful view and then it's like okay i'm i feel like i'm kind of home but i still have quite a bit to go but it's like it, it's a little bit it, it's a bit more rewarding you are treated to nonstop beautiful vistas during that run. There's no doubt about it. Hillary, if you could give one piece of advice on the race uh, itself, what would it be? Mm, that's a very good question. And I had multiple thoughts. But now that we're talking about the 50K, I think it would be to just break it down and use the different aspects of the race to your advantage. So instead of aid station to aid station, if you want something creative, I can remember kind of thinking that I was excited for the beautiful views of the sunset. And then my next goal was kind of what would the sunrise look like? I mean, bigger goals, obviously. And then um, on your way back, when you were kind of in ghost formation, you get to see the 50K runners who are really, really racing come at you. So um, that's another way to break, break it down and get really excited to see those 50 K runners and start cheering them on. And when you start cheering people who are going fast, uh, in a 50 K, it like brings up your energy and it suddenly becomes a whole new day. So if you're in the dumps, think about all the cool things that are coming in that race at the sunrise is epic. The 50 Kers are epic because you've been alone in the night for a long time by that point. Uh, so get excited for what the morning brings because it's a whole new energy and a whole new party. I love it, Mike. How about yourself? You're the race director, so you have a little bit wider lens uh, over this whole thing. What piece of advice, what wisdom can you share with the runners? You try not to get frustrated. 
you know, I think a lot of people, they get frustrated with the fact that there's a creek crossing at the first kilometer, you know, that we throw in this massively stupid, steep climb at 10K. You know, there, there, there's a million things to be frustrated with, but that's why we do it because it's a challenge and it's fun, um, you know, and I have to say like the, like the volunteers, the way they own the aid stations and their roles, like they, they make this event, what they make, like what it is. Right. Like, I mean, I'm one person. Yeah. I'm the race director, but like, I kind of give them like, you know, free reign to do whatever they want. Our aid stations, like they're captains, like they're awesome. They do some really cool stuff. So just enjoy it. You know, it's going to be hard, but that's, that's why we set it up this way because we want you to have a challenge. We want you to experience those lows. And like Hillary said, the sunrise and sunset are so worth it. And the, the way the course is set up, just that kind of that out and back kind of format really kind of lends to a really intimate, you know, um, friendly feeling kind of event, which I think is really unique to this event. I remember it being like a family reunion where everyone ran. That's what it felt like to me. It was so much fun. Yes. Uh, Hillary, you're not defending your title. You're busy elsewhere, but please tell people where they can follow you along, listen to your podcast, get in touch with you for coaching, all of it. Yeah, thank you. I think uh, just to Mike's point too, the volunteers and the aid stations there are something are something else. So if you are looking for a fun race that is also super challenging, but equally as inviting then this is this is the race for sure for you guys uh so you can find me probably the best spot is on instagram at hillsport 55 uh just one l in that and then that has a link to the podcast and all of those things and the podcast is called trail running women that i think that's it for me fantastic and mike tell us how people can follow you along get in touch with finlayson's arm i'm sure you're still accepting volunteers all that good stuff yeah, I mean, we're definitely still accepting volunteers. So um, again, the best way to get in touch with us is to go to our Instagram page or Facebook and it's coastline.endurance. Um, in terms of following along, we have a social media person for the weekend. So they basically post Instagram stories and, and post those. So that's actually the best place to, to follow along for the, the weekend. We will have bib timing for all of our events. So it'll be uploaded basically as soon as someone crosses a map, which will be at the uh, start finish line area. That's basically it. Um, you know, it's coming up quick. So good and good luck to everyone taking part. Huge thank you to both Mike and Hillary. I really appreciate your time. Huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere, especially those at Finless and Arm. And until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running. Hey.